Hey everybody, welcome to Funny Side Up. Uh, today we have a special guest, our personal friend. I am Sean, Sean Dillard. He just doxed himself. Everyone's gonna go find Dang, him. I'll give my fucking social too. Let's <laughs> uh, Sean is a personal friend of both me and Jackson. Yes. Uh, he, along with both of us, have worked at uh, a specific thrift store, which uh, we will not name. Uh, that that's the the entire episode is going to be us just recounting stories and uh, just not necessarily talking shit, but shooting shit on uh, on the story we worked at. But uh, before we hop in, uh, remember to comment on the video, leave some leave some questions. No one's leaving questions for that Q and A that's eventually going to come. But yeah, we're gonna have like three questions and we'll have like a five minute episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really want to do that. But uh, yeah, go check out the website. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to dive into this. So, uh, where do we even start? I think we should start by saying, uh, just a, a general disclaimer of we enjoyed working at this place. Uh, generally there were a lot of bad things that happened. There were a lot of good things that happened, but a, an overall like review on pretty much like all of our parts, like a general consensus was, it it's not the best place to work which uh we're not gonna not gonna name any specific names of any any employees any the company itself just out of respect for it and you know everyone involved yeah respect for uh our future jobs you know hopefully future employees here employers and hear this and they're like oh you know they may talk not necessarily shit (laughs) but about I don't know we are publicly talking about somewhere we used to work. Uh, I mean we're like you said we're not name dropping yeah. anything in particular and I feel like we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about these things. Yeah, because you know you, you hear about a thrift store you're like ah oh, that's I mean that, that sounds like a basic job. You, yeah, it, it was my first full time job. Uh, it was it was my first full time job for sure. It was my first job. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, they they definitely gave us opportunity and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I I love it there. Uh, we gonna talk about pay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, pay was a very interesting thing. Which and and to second uh, what we were talking about, th- this is just general things that have happened to us. This is these are our stories, our lives. So yeah. like, uh, we we have the right to talk about it. But uh, it's all about money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, money is the reason why I left, and I'm <laughs> going to be honest. Yeah, if we want to talk about pay, uh, I started out making a pretty good amount because I was working, well, when I say good, it was like, okay, because I was working in the back in what is called production, uh, and you start at a higher rate back there. Sean started out up front doing like cashier stuff and various things yeah i was <clears throat> i was a pretty uh i was on paper a cashier but i was generally whatever they needed i would do that's every job was that yeah i was gonna <laughs> say every job is you know if you're there and you don't necessarily have to be doing your current job you're gonna be doing something else it was a lot of moving furniture if i'm gonna be honest yeah yeah i remember uh i had to move furniture a lot like if someone would buy it i would yeah. have to i would I still am almost always the guy that does it, which this is my last week working there. Uh, none of us will be employed by the employed by this company by the time this episode airs. 
So like, uh, we're all past employees, but yeah, I, um, I always had to do furniture. No matter, I, I worked on paper, two different jobs at this place. And I, uh, no matter what the job was or how important it was, I pretty consistently was the go-to guy for taking out furniture. And I mean, it's a very big part of the store where they're just, they sell so much furniture that they yeah and it's so strange because we had dedicated carryout guys and yet your brother was one yeah and even then i it, still it was a thing too with um because your brother was one two of the other carryout guys we had were still in high school so they could only work after a certain point or on the yeah. weekends and that that really had a big effect of you're hiring people that can't be here throughout the day yeah and it's like the job that we need the most because yeah. we're getting other people to do it yeah and, might as well just dedicate somebody during the day, which I didn't, um, I, I don't, we'll call him Chad. Uh, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, was, wasn't he a carryout guy? Yeah, he was. He was a carryout guy. Before he just tossed the keys and said he quit. Big yeah. Buff Robotnik or different guy? No, 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 different guy. Okay. okay. Ro- Robotnik would do carry out uh occasionally he, he complained about his job 24 fucking seven yeah. if he, he did carry outs anything. if he did carry outs he complained and then he would tell the same story about a hispanic family <laughs> from another store that he had to load up a bunch of furniture on their car robotnik was a real racist yeah like yeah. very yeah. casual like extremely casually racist almost competitively racist <laughs> <laughs> and he was okay so he was the guy that me and jackson took over the cage the electronics department yeah <laughs> the comb cage <laughs> yeah yeah, we, yeah well i feel like we should clarify we worked in a literal cage yeah yeah like, it, we, we had a lock on it. yeah, it yeah. Did. we stopped using the lock whenever he left because the lock was only introduced to keep jackson out yeah because jackson was put in place to basically be his apprentice. It wasn't even that. Well, that's what it was at first. And then, like, uh, I started, like, having nothing to do. Like, I couldn't, I, like, I would make 10 or 20 trips around the store sweeping. And then I'm like, there's only so much sweeping I can do. I would go in there. There was one time I tested, like, 10 or 15 Wiimotes. And I had, like, sticky notes labeled on all of them. Like, this one's good. It has a Wii Motion Plus built in. It's It's worth more. This one doesn't work. This one uh it has a battery pack included you know and then i come back the next day and motherfucker locks the cage yeah jackson basically uh the dude purposefully didn't do his job well like he did the bare minimum and jackson just barely did better than him (laughs) and he he basically cut jackson off he was like he i think he said he just didn't like you right yeah well he never out outright told me anyway but like yeah. i'd walk by him and say hi and he wouldn't even look at me yeah if i'm not wrong he would like go behind work that you did and undo it right like with the the tvs uh i don't remember anything about tvs i know he definitely didn't put out the wiimotes that i had finished. i was gonna say i thought it was something that you finally get like all the tvs on that wall like hooked up right oh or something. that uh yeah i spent like a whole shift yeah over half a work day at least um fixing coaxial cables into um tvs into like splitters and everything yeah, like i was like actually drilling pilot holes in the wood studs and everything like getting splitters mounted so that way everything was clean and it looked like someone actually gave a shit professional yeah yeah and then uh it was like christmas or something i don't know i was just i didn't show up to work for like a week i wasn't just skipping yeah <laughs> but uh i come back and like the entire thing's fucking destroyed like there's 
just wires everywhere and like uh, it was well after he quit that i actually got around to fixing it because it's so disheartening right? yeah i was about to say that was by the time that i was like full-time in the cage yeah uh we, we could talk a lot about that guy <laughs> uh do you want to tell this talked about the the disc yeah yeah we mentioned it in the pilot uh the story about uh your brother and that dude your brother was probably one of the best employees that place ever had but he he got so much shit because like because he was just a like different no it's because he's just purely kind to everyone yeah like and that that didn't fly with uh, the boss lady and they, they'd always try to take advantage of that kindness yeah he had an unbeatable work ethic as far as i'm concerned like he, he was literally his back was breaking and he was still trying to move furniture yeah like i what's one of one of the reasons he left was because like he got no respect from the boss lady anytime yeah. he got hurt like he dude is built I like have, i have a story on that one actually but like the exact time he got hurt are you talking about i know there was one time he was pulling something off of a truck and he hurt his back and he had to like lay down because it hurt so bad what happened was it was you know um the boss lady and uh i think jack yeah jack you know they they go sometimes to get furniture from warehouses that like yeah that are far off yeah Yeah. uh it was a day that they had they had come back uh it was it was pretty late in the day um it was the other carryout guy, Jackson's brother, and then me were all kind of trying to help and like get get all the couches off and everything. And you know, Jack, he'll I, I guess the dude's so used to doing it. You know, he he'd put a couch up on a dolly and just carry it in by himself. I I just realized. Uh, so th- there's a couple at the thrift store we're calling Jack and Jill for like privacy yeah, sake. Yeah, I was going to clarify. I am not Jack in the store. Yeah, yeah. We will call Jackson Jackson, and this other guy is Jack. He's a completely yeah. different guy, uh, but he has a wife that works at the store. We're calling her Jill, just Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. But yeah, continue. So I, w- I was kind of just on st- – I was asked to help by another manager. I was just kind of on standby really because Jackson's brother and the other carryout guy were mainly doing it. And at one point when they were trying to get a couch through the door and like they were trying to like twist it and like just get its way in, uh, Jackson's brother goes to pick it up and you can, you can hear an audible crack, like a legitimate, like, it sounds like somebody's back popping. Yeah. Bone was doing something it shouldn't have been. Basically. And he, he's like trying not to drop the couch and he's like slowly lowering to the ground and me and the other carryout guy run over to help him we uh we get the couch set down we pick him up and carry him to a chair and i mean he's still trying to get up and work and like you know we we i literally had to force him to sit down and stop working and i'm just like i can take over it's good and uh it's it's probably one of the worst things i've ever heard somebody say the boss looks at him after he just fell to the floor like gasping for air Cause he's just fucked up his back. Yeah. And, uh, she just goes, Oh, you think that's bad? What till you get to be my age? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I get it. Literally, literally laughs at him. Yeah. And like, and then I think there was an issue cause he had to miss work. 
Yeah. He, he didn't get any kind of workers. He actually went to like the hospital and everything. I remember that. Yeah, he, did, he didn't get any kind of workers' comp, did he? Nope. No. That, and that was a whole thing when he left was like someone had mentioned to him. It's like, yeah, if that happens, you should have like gone and applied for like workman's comp and stuff. And uh, he he didn't know that dude wouldn't have done it anyways just because like of the way he is. He could have outright, he could have outright sued. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he, had, he had a good case to sue. Yeah. Dude just has a golden heart, which... You know, in that case, that's that's way past like any of that. Yeah. But that so many transgressions just against your yeah, brother. It's so weird, like for the boss to be put in a position where they could have said actually nothing to someone who's injured, and it would have been better. Yeah. That's like just she, she chose. She chose to make it work. Worse. Yeah. Like, like that's. I I know for a fact, like he took that insult deeply. Yeah. Like, cause it, it sat with him and for like a whole nother like year, year and a half, whenever, like by the time he left, cause I think that happened before I even got hired on. And then like, it was like another year. Uh, uh, you were, uh, you were there, but you were on the table still. Mm, I okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there are so many things that we can talk about. Uh, we can talk about how like, speaking of moving furniture and stuff it is it was never never uncommon for these people to come in and buy the biggest fucking couch or bed or like ridiculously large uh furniture and have just like a a two-door sedan or like a four-door sedan and be like yeah just throw that shit on top and we'll we'll get going you're gonna talk about the guy that was like screaming at his fucking wife like i'm gonna fucking kill you what i don't remember that you don't remember that like we were like loading uh the glass part of a table into his car Mm -hmm. and um she was like trying to help us with it she was like no you can come around here and load it in this side and he was like shut the fuck up bitch i'll fucking kill you dude yes yes that was like you i don't think i was there for this no no no. this was like right before jackson actually like left uh yeah but yeah uh we sold new furniture also we sell used and new, and this was like a new piece of furniture, and it was just this glass table that separated the glass from the like metal base. Yeah. And uh, they looked like the dude at least looked like he might have been on something, but yeah, he he was cussing us out. Yeah, he was like, "You scratch the car, I'll fucking kill you." He's like, yeah. "It's no, a rental." Yeah. Who <laughs> fucking uses a <laughs> rental car to, to pick, pick up furniture? furniture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he, me, and Jackson were both just kind of looking at him like. We, like, glanced at each other, like, while he wasn't looking, like, did he just say what I fucking think yeah. he said? And so me and Jackson were done. Like, we were getting it in. And at, we- at that point, you, you could have just put it down and refused to help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the I, I know situations like that, the boss actually says that we're allowed to just refuse. See, I never knew that uh, when I, I still work at my first job also. Like, I work two jobs, uh, technically, and... By the time I leave the the thrift store, I will. Ha- I'm already employed at another place, so like I'm consistently working two jobs. Yeah. But at my first job, uh, a movie theater, I still work there. I had been working there a few months, and this dude came up to me, and like it was a really busy night, so the lines were going slow, and he asked me if I was Down syndrome, uh, because the line was going slow or something, and he was he was this like probably thirty something year old dude. And he was like, he had like three or four like younger girls. Like it might have been his younger sister and her friends or something like that. And they were yeah. going to see a fucking shark movie. 
and um it was just a busy night so like big orders and stuff it was taking me a minute yeah and i got up there and i I was just stunned he like came at me hard (laughs) and uh he ended up going down the wrong hallway and he was insulting me to someone that was on the stand where you like rip tickets and stuff yeah and she did he name drop you no, he described me and then proceeded to yeah, call you, me handicapped. Yeah, you know the handicapped guy that he got working at the booth. <laughs> yeah, and so he did that and continued to do that. And uh, she was like, no, you can just go back up there. Like, she she wasn't helping him at all. Yeah. And then he went and was getting a refund from literally a register beside me, <laughs> a guy I was, I'm pretty good friends with. And he called me disabled to that guy. <laughs> And uh, hey, that guy next to you, you wouldn't believe what I heard about him. <laughs> the dude, the dude, then that guy refused to help him. But I, I like, I was nice to him the whole time. Did all his order, did everything. Dude, he's ableist as fuck. Like, yeah, even, even you not being that. I don't know if it's worse if you're that or not. Because it's like, it would be way worse if I was. Like, yeah, but it's. Uh, but yeah, he, he proceeded to continually call me disabled to the next three workers he talked to and a manager was like refunding him or whatever, but she didn't know the full story. Like otherwise he wouldn't have gotten a refund. Um, did, did he not tell her that you were disabled? I don't think he did. I think he just learned <laughs> his lesson by the fourth person. He had yeah. cooled down. It's been like 20 minutes yeah. since the first time. No, it was, it was like a total, yeah, it was about 20 minutes, this whole thing happening. And then, um. The, the busy period died down and I was talking to the guy that was on the register beside me and the manager that refunded him. And we were all talking about it. And she's like, yeah, you didn't have to continue helping that guy. <laughs> I just didn't know that I could refuse service. And so like, I was just, I, I'm a very like pleasant, uh, if I'm on a register at the theater, I'm a very pleasant guy. I will, I will like do anything for you just because like, I want you to have a good time. If yeah. you're if you're coming to pay for a movie, they're fucking expensive. Like, yeah. why not? Like, just make it a little easier on the other person. And so I try and have really good like customer service. And this dude was being an asshole. And uh, yeah, he called me he called me disabled. And uh, I think he called me both Down syndrome and autistic. But uh, how old I didn't was know he? you could be both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you say how old it was? He? Yeah. Uh, he was like thirty something. What the fuck? But but my issue was I. I I laughed it off, but it like it kind of shocked me whenever it was happening. But yeah, it I found it comedic that he opened up with calling me Down syndrome. But there are very like obvious like visual like tells yeah, if someone's Down syndrome. Tell. You can definitely tell when someone's Down syndrome. And I was like, it was almost more insulting to yeah. like. It's like we're busy, but like I. It's very obvious that I'm not, like, open up with a better, like, insult than asking me that. That dude was stuck in, like, Xbox lobby mode. Yeah. (laughs) He, I don't know why, like, he just got so pissed because there were, like, maybe two people in front of him and it didn't take that long. Yeah. But but that's probably my worst, like, customer experience ever besides, like, someone telling me that he was going to fucking kill you if you scratch the rental. (laughs) Oh, uh, was that, I think I remember that day because, uh. It was that one other cashier heard heard the dude say that. Yeah. And then me and her went and got the manager and got some of the uh the program guys. Yeah. I think we're the, the goons. Yeah, and, and they all went out there. 
Yeah, that might be insulting, but uh, the calling them goons. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just thought that was a funny name. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we've got a name for them, but it's also the name of the uh, the program, so we can't really say it. Yeah, yeah. The the thrift store is ran by this this program for like uh, drug rehab. Yeah, drug rehab and everything. Yeah, South California. Yeah, South California. Yeah, so we don't want to we don't want to name drop that either. And what we regularly call those guys. Uh, is is related to the company so we're just going to call them goons but yeah uh they they are essentially free labor which we no longer have them anymore because there was issue with some of them stealing things from the store and well supposedly i don't exactly believe it but um a lot of them were hard to work with yeah uh they didn't respect the boss very much which the boss is a very hard person to work with but she has she has a unique managing style, and she runs that store better than, like, any thrift store I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, she is... She... I'll, I will say, like, as much shit as we'll probably talk on this podcast, it is one of the nicest thrift stores I've ever been in. Yeah, it, yeah. it's easily the nicest I've ever been in, unless you go to, like... is un, Unclaimed Baggage is essentially a, uh, a thrift store. I'd say so. But... I think it's the only... Uh, I guess it's the only one in its chain. I don't know if that there there are a billion solo thrift stores. So yeah. Uh, but it is it is the nicest one. Even like you would expect one being the only one of its kind to kind of just be like half assed, but yeah. this one is like it is nice. It's sort of weird because it's like everything is still decorated with like donated stuff most of the time, but it still has this very. Uh, the only word that's professional coming, i wouldn't even say professional it's like capitalistic feel to it where it's um it, it just looks like a corporation yeah know, yeah which that's not inherently bad but um well for this for the sake of looking professional it's it's a yeah. good thing yeah yeah it is um but it, it's like you look at the stuff around you can tell that like that's just like plates that were donated that someone put up yeah yeah and that's yeah that's fine but, I mean, a, a lot of that stuff's still for sale too, so it just yeah gets it out in the open, really. Yeah, it, it's just this really weird balance between secondhand things and that professional feel you guys were talking about. Yeah, uh, the like two or three nearby thrift stores like fail in like trying to like hold a candle to like what this yeah. one is. So like, I imagine it's a lot rougher working at other thrift stores, but it it. I, I would say the biggest fault of this thrift store is just like the management. Like, yeah, uh, it's morale it, mostly. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a serious issue when the boss is gone and everybody literally has a party. Yeah, like, like everyone is way happy. Like, morale is a good word. Like, everyone's way happier. Everyone actually almost does their job even better. Yeah, because yeah. like. The it, it's not uncommon for the boss to just almost always being like breathing down your neck. And I, I want to preface um, what you're about to say with like, uh, I can't really speak for Sean's experience, but me and Will had pretty much no issues with management for the most part. I definitely had none. I she the boss lady liked me a lot. Yeah. I think that was our biggest. If she didn't like you, that was your issue. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll also say because my problems were more for how 
people around me were treated because I, I I was treated fairly well, all things considered. I think she really liked me too. Yeah. It, it, interestingly, there there's a uh, there's a a running cord that connects all of us. Uh, of we're all somewhat young men. Uh, oh no. <laughs> okay, I would say Colton. Your brother, yeah. uh, he's very, like, personally secretive, so if you want to... I don't know if mentioning his name. Uh, I think he'd be fine with that if we don't go any further. Yeah. Just Colton. He... He is a good-looking dude, like, arguably. Like, he's built... Uh, sometimes his beard is, like... I think his beard makes him look older. Yeah. When, when, he, when he cleans up, though, he does look genuinely nice. Yeah. The boss, for some reason, disliked him more than almost anyone it's weird it's weird too because he hardworking, easy to get along with like he did his job and he did it well yeah like i you would actually be really hard pressed to find anyone in my opinion that was better suited to that job yeah and she disliked him for like she was always hard on him and he was doing up and above what he should be yeah, doing 110 and that's the thing i would say all three of us we did good jobs, like, but uh, our hearts weren't in it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I, because I, uh, I'm, I mentioned earlier that a big issue for me was pay, and it, you know I didn't have a problem starting out at what I did, but you got moved to production, which, like I said, it, it became very clear that I wasn't getting that raise that I was promised when I moved to production. And um, and so you didn't, you weren't getting what you were promised, and so no. you weren't exactly putting that's, forth. That's also even doing. Because you guys know for a while we, we had an issue with getting cashiers and getting good cashiers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There were a lot of nights, you know, I, I closed that store by myself just because that's that's all we had. And it kind of bothered me to have every other cashier being brought in starting out at a higher pay than I was currently getting. Yeah. Our friend that currently works there started out at a higher rate than you did. I, yeah, he, he did. and I mean, nothing against him because he, he had the prior experience as a cashier that I did not, but... It's still saying after a certain point, you really just start half-assing the job when, when for one, you know you can get away with it, but two, there's no incentive to, to really put in your best effort. Yeah, like, um, I I got hired in above minimum wage. We all did. Yeah, yeah, and I I I was elated when I saw that because I was expecting minimum wage. I was being hired at sixteen, so. You know, I was literally just at the age where I could work. First job, no experience. You you were like right at sixteen. You started working like not too long after you turned sixteen, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't even have uh, my driver's license when I first started um, mm -hmm. working. Um, so eight dollars an hour that was like that was big money for me. Yeah. And then um, some time goes by. Uh, I made friends with uh, a few people who worked there, and you know, your friends, you start talking about how much you get paid because that's not a taboo I, topic anymore. i was about to say i i feel like that should never be a taboo topic yeah and it, that, it, that's how you know you're getting screwed over exactly like it's it, i don't know I, I i don't know how that thing got perpetuated but it really shouldn't exist but anyway i started asking it got perpetuated by the big man yeah exactly and but, you know you're not legally allowed to tell your employees not to talk about wage yeah um but i i was asking around and I had been working there for like a year and a half. I never got a raise there my entire time working, but you're supposed to get a raise. Like I don't think it's in contract, but it's like Oh, I was I was outright promised. Yeah. Uh, it is in contract. 
Uh, is it okay? Sure. Th- there's like a yearly review that you do that, depending on it, you will get a raise. Yeah. Uh, I I remember whenever I got hired, uh, pretty much everyone that the the store is fairly new, and so a lot of the original hires and stuff had been there for almost a year or two. Mm-hmm. Like however long it had been open, they had been there since then. Yeah. And almost none of them, by year two of the store being open. Had had their first year review for raises. They also, if I'm not mistaken, especially a lot of the older people back in processing, they hired pretty capped out, if I'm not wrong. Mm, yeah. A lot of the people that did get initially hired in had, like, sometimes decades of thrift experience already. Like The boss lady did. Yeah. She she had been in thrift for, like... Jack and Jill. Yeah, Jack and Jill, all, all three, that whole trio, like... Yeah. They had been in thrift for a long time. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, like making eight dollars. Back to that. Um, I, I talked around, and it became apparent to me that not only did I make low compared to everyone else, I actually had the lowest, if not equal to the lowest, pay in the entire business. I was gonna say, and this isn't against you, but me and you made the same thing, <laughs> and I, I don't think we should have again. Not anything against no, you. No, I don't blame you for that. I, I was full time, and you worked like usually one day a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I worked full time for a little bit, and then I was like, I hate this, and I was like very insistent that I get my hours cut, or I was just going to quit. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, so I guess I got that, which that was pretty cool. I, I did appreciate that. Yeah, Sean moved from like cashiering to production, promised a raise, and never got it for how long? Did you work production? Um, I want to say the last maybe two months I worked there. Mm. Yeah, and that was like the final straw. Yeah, on on top of some other things that was really because it was that, and then honestly, because that's that's where she's at all the time. But the boss, yeah, it it, drain, it just drains the life out of you. Yeah, working up front. See, I the whole time I've been there, I di- I don't know the piece of upfront. I just know that you don't have to deal with her like all the time. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you you get customers, which sometimes is is worse, rough, yeah. genuinely. But I mean, all in all, you can you can hide from customers. You can't hide from her. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should have mentioned like there's a disproportionately high amount of people that uh I suspected of like. We'll say tweaking. We had to cut. There was a small interruption, but we are back now. Uh, I don't know what we were on about. It was a very small cut, but we have monkey brains. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, this is a cool time to mention that I have been awake for about 26 hours now. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of it was uh, about Jackson making less, even after getting moved to production, me. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, gen- generally about her always being in the back end of your own production. You yeah, to... that, exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, she she is a diabetic, and she knows that if she does not eat, she has bad bad mood swings. Same like with uh, taking medication, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I believe she like knowingly didn't take her medication sometimes, or like she would just forget and like. Not even care. And that alone makes for like horrible like managing etiquette because yeah. if she 
she would just let in to people sometimes. And we had a, a grown man, like 60 or 70 something that she laid into one day and made him cry. Like a grown man who was one of the nicest guys ever. Was that someone that I knew? Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he worked for a time that you were there. Um, small small amount of time. He had like white hair. Uh, I think it was like either right before or right after COVID. Um, but yeah, she was just asking so much of him, but like we said, like he's just a much older guy. And so she just let into him one day, uh, over like nothing. Uh, I just wanted to say there's a, a shift supervisor we had who was very cool. Um, and one time, um, the the boss uh, didn't take her meds, right? Mm-hmm. So she was she was off the cuff, and she started tearing into her for not reminding her to take her meds. Like, I I know that uh, is not in her job description, and I know we did a lot of things that weren't in our job description. But reminding a grown woman to take her medication. Yeah, someone who's twenty years older. You, than you have a cell phone that can <laughs> literally you can set reminders. But no. All right, second cut. Uh, you want to just? I think you'll see the blank audio. But yeah, uh, yeah. My roommate came in for a minute and uh, they left. Yeah, I had to move my car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, so. Back on to just reminding her to take her meds and such. Like, yeah, yeah, she she is a fully capable of doing it herself. Yes. And just laid into her. Yeah, it's like being prescribed any medication is a responsibility mm-hmm. for numerous reasons. And being able to keep up with that yourself, it's not exactly a big responsibility. Like, No, it's a single pill that you take whenever, like a specified time, you just get into the routine. And more importantly, it is a small responsibility that is yours and not anyone else's. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what what uh, what other crazy things have happened there? I just kind of wanted to mention, it's not really a story, but like uh, Robotnik mm, and yeah. the cage. The cage uh, is in a complete blind spot of all cameras. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, it, it sort of makes sense. Like, you you take that type of person and put him in a place where he's not being watched. That jack shit is going to happen. Like, you you are not going to get any work done out of him. Yeah. Um, he had so the the uh, sequence of events that happened that resulted in me and Jackson taking over the cage was Robotnik heard from like either his brother or something there was good money in repoing yeah and so this guy started repoing and working at the thrift store and he was making hella cash off of repoing yeah uh and so he basically uh his wife got sick uh what did we call her we called her autumn autumn got sick and uh she was out for some time but robotnik was not sick and he stayed out with her anyways and it was very common for both of them to do that. If one of them was sick, neither of them would come. If I'm not long, wrong, they uh they lay out like a lot of Fridays. There were several times where they would be at work and leave early on Fridays because he was known to get headaches because of like some previous in- injury, which they would use often, like yeah. like way more than it was actually like affecting him. 
Uh, and so that, that was another excuse for why he didn't get much done was because he had previous injuries or stuff. Yeah. And the thing is that was a similar workplace related injury of some description at another thrift store. And apparently that was like a bartering chip for him to stay as long as he did, even though he caused problems, not just for me, but for other people as well. He sexually harassed a few people. Yes. Yeah. A few of the, uh, one of the younger cashiers. He he made a comment about her, uh, but n- no one could ever get anything done about it because, for for some reason, the the only two people that were around when it happened were him and her, and it might have been like on the floor or something. But there was no firsthand witnesses, so there was n- nothing to substantiate it or if whatever. That's the one I'm thinking of, then she's like my age, right? Yeah, no, she was a minor. Yeah, and this dude is like forty something at least. Yeah, the little. Uh... Yeah, the yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, like, we were both, like, 16 at that time. Yeah. And this dude is, like, 40-something. I think, if I'm not wrong, she was 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was. I I don't remember exactly what was said, but I know your brother knows what was said. Yeah. And on this note, but it's unrelated, but we, we were talking about it earlier, about him being competitively racist. Yep. He would say the N-word to people. At work, like he said it to me several times. Yeah, there was one instance where uh, I believe it was a black family came in and their children are crying or something. Yeah, and something happened, but I distinctly remember the phrase that's the difference between black people and the n word. Yeah, like, and and he did it to people who I think he trusted. I, I don't know what his plan was, but like, he definitely said it around me, which I knew he liked me, but I was always like it, being that type of guy. I was never a fan of him. Yeah. Like, there, there was a dude I went to school with who was like uh, a year, my senior, right? The, Oh yeah. I know. Who you're yeah. Talking about now. And he hated him too, which is, I assume because he hated anyone that was young, except for me for some reason. I think you were, like, barely old enough to qualify on his fucking... But that's the thing, like, so was your brother. Your brother and I... Your brother was older than me, and he didn't like your brother, but he liked me. I don't know quite for sure if he liked me, but he never caused any problems. Yeah, neither would me. Like, he would always help me if I needed it. Yeah. But, uh, he was a toxic employee. But, yeah, he used that bargaining chip because he sued that first thrift store that he worked at. he did. And... He apparently had sued one or two other places because they had, like, let him go or something, and he, like, blamed it on that injury or something like that. And so the boss was always afraid to do anything with him. Like, he was intimidating towards her, and there was rarely anyone that would get in that position over the boss. Like, she she always would make it a point that you knew who was in charge yeah, ruled with an iron fist. Exactly. And a lot of times she did it unnecessarily. Yeah. Like, like there would be cases where like, I understand you're in charge. It's good for your underlings to know that you're in charge. Yes. But it's also good to rule with compassion, especially when it's a like Christian establishment. Yeah. And the, you portray yourself as that kind of person. And then, are like one of the most hateful and disrespectful people like at times. Yeah. Like you, there is a farce that she will put up at times, especially when you first meet her where she plays this, this little old like kind lady card. Yes. And it's only up for so long. Um, 
she will very quickly flip that and show you like her other side, which is just like, like, uh, basically like a dictator almost. Yeah. I, I won't say I immediately, I won't say I worked there for a week and, um, do we agree to just call her the, the cool manager? Yeah. 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 Uh, the aforementioned cool manager that yes the the pill uh she was yes. told to remind her uh she quickly took a liking to me and mentioned offhand she's like yeah you know the boss kind of a uh, you know she she's nice and all she can kind of go on rampages just you know if if, if one of us gives you the heads up just lay low for a while. <laughs> Keep your head down. You, real shit. She told me. She said, "Keep your head down." You know this. Um, uh, I don't know what to go. No, another cashier who. There's a story where basically she did nothing wrong one day, just doing her job, and the boss lost something, and so she tore into her because she lost something. Not not the cashier. The boss lost something. Yeah. And made this. I mean, this. I don't know how old she was. Like fifty something year old woman cry. Because she got mad that she lost something on her own, and this this was the closest person to her. Yeah, took it out on on this person. Yeah, just because they were the closest one. And so I was it was outright a weekend. I was just told if we tell you to lay low, just go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> Which, uh, I I knew Jackson for I I've been friends with Jackson for a long time. I've been yeah. friends with his brother even longer. Mm-hmm. That's like how me and him met. But both of them had been working there for a while. I was uh, acquaintances with the cool manager um, and all three of them warned me. They were like, look, even before I was hired and they, they even all of y'all, maybe not you, but the, your, your brother and the cool manager, I know they both apologized for kind of like suggesting that I even work there. Yeah. But like uh, I was with you a lot of the time and um, it ended up being like, I didn't feel obligated to apologize because I knew we had it easy. Yeah, me and everyone else. That's where I was going earlier was me, Jack, and Sean oftentimes had it easy because she... Do you mean Jackson? Jackson, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Me, Jack also had it easy, but... To some degree. Yeah. Oh, she let into him the other day, actually. Yeah, like, I... Sorry to cut you off there, but I just didn't want to forget, like... I, I heard through the grapevine that like, cause you know, like he'll, he'll do just about anything for her. Cause you know, he, he, he's rather passionate about his job. I would say he's the right hand man also pretty yeah, much. Exactly. But like, uh, I heard what he said, like, um, he was really pissed off about her tearing into him and he didn't say anything while it was going on. But he was like, sometimes I just want to say, get the fuck out of my face. Like he was just like, yeah. It was like unlike I'd, I've never even heard the guy mad before. So hearing him that he was not only like that, but about the, the boss, boss lady, yeah, like, it was baffling. Yeah. What did uh, what did she tear into him for? Uh, she, he was doing something, and she had to. She apparently had made it a point that she was going to have to leave at some point that week to take her car to go and get the oil done on the clock. Which she's the boss lady; she can do whatever she wants. I guess she she respect given to the lady she works ridiculous hours like yes. I, 12 hour shifts if i'm not wrong sometimes. every every week like she essentially lives at the thrift store it's 
it's not wrong to say that might be like the only thing she has is like no i don't think that's wrong at all it is is the only thing she has she thrives because of the thrift store but like she is power hungry there sometimes um so she she was like he knew that she was gonna have to leave or whatever and he got mad that she was gonna have to leave and he he mouthed off to her about her having to leave for maybe like 30 minutes um and so she she let into him and uh whenever she came back she was talking to daisy about it which is her like i thought for a while she hated daisy but um she always talks shit about her when she's not around she'll do that with a lot of people yeah but uh it's kind of her gossip buddy um which daisy is like she's a whole nother segment of is Daisy the old one that gossips like all yes, the time yes. to everyone? Yeah, that's okay. Daisy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think we called the other one Rose, her mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daisy and Rose uh, was the is this mother daughter combo. Um, we got some stuff to talk about her. Yeah, yeah, but but continuing with this story, um, she let into him, and then whenever she got back, she was talking to Daisy and was like, "Yeah, uh, he he." I I just took my whole break. I I left the store for thirty minutes and didn't come back or something like that. So, she she was on her lunch break when she did all this. So like it it's fine. Like she left the store, went and got her lunch, whatever. Uh, so it, it's not really like wrong of her to have been for, away from the store. Yeah. Uh, but she just made a point like to take her lunch away from the store because he like let into her and she like w- went back and. Yeah. Went at him, but yeah, they they fight like an old married couple, which is which is interesting. Uh given that they're not married. <laughs> yeah. But uh I know there was one guy working on the lights one time. Uh I didn't like that guy at all. He comes in occasionally. Uh and he made a comment about thinking that they were a couple and him oh no, I just realized the boss lady was super defensive about it because she was like, He's married to Jill. Like, like, made it a point to make sure that guy knew yeah. that they were not an item. She also, if anybody ever brings the idea of it up, she'll just, she gets real, like, haughty, and she's just like, I could do better. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's her, like, go-to defense on... He, he's beneath me, I, I, I've I got better taste. Peasantry. Yeah. Jack is, Jack is married to Jill, but they're... There's as long as I've been there, there's been speculation of something between Jack and the big boss. Yeah. Um, which we don't necessarily have to dive into that, but it it was it's definitely a thing where they go at each other sometimes, which they've been friends for a long time, which in my opinion doesn't necessarily grant like a clean slate on that. Yeah. If anything, it might feed into it. Um but yeah, there there are often times where they both leave the store, like Sean said, to go and get like furniture. Do you need to? Yeah, I was I was gonna say um, because like Will was saying to go and get furniture. Uh, there's they they go to our warehouse to pick up more stock, which uh, I think is like an hour. It's a, it's forty five minutes away. And th- there are times that I notice even more in the back that. I mean, they'll just, they'll be gone. I had one day where they left at 10, and uh, I had another friend of ours who who's still currently a cashier. He texted me at, I think, maybe 7 o'clock that night saying they just got back from 10 in the morning to 7 at night. 
so it's a 45 minute it's 45 minutes to get there 45 minutes back to load up furniture well, that might have been a, a day where they went uh like to another state no it was no it was the warehouse oh was it yeah yeah traffic's crazy man <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so 45 minutes there 45 minutes back if they were just getting furniture and stuff i i remember the night yeah, yeah. um Maybe a total of three hours, three or four hours total to get there, get back, uh, get there, load up, get back. So like time, time stamps n- rarely add up with them both leaving the store. It gets, it gets to the point too, where Jill will, will uh, you know, she'll be like, oh, they've been gone a long time. I'm, you know, I'm getting kind of worried about them. Something happened. And this is like. Every week she's saying this kind of thing of like, oh man, maybe something happened. And like, she'll like try calling Jack and he'll not answer. She'll try calling the boss and she won't answer. I didn't know about that. No, yeah, that, that happens a lot where she'll try to call them and be like, oh, you know, I hope they're okay. And they're just like, oh, you know, just, you know, we dropped his. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, Jack always just dropping his phone under the seat and just, just not answering or. Uh, you know, whatever. My phone died. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's constantly where, like, after they're gone for more than what a lot of time would be, which is, I mean, maybe three or four hours. It, once you hit the five-hour mark, it's like, okay. Yeah, that, that's where, and it's the genuine concern from this man's wife of, oh, I should check, you know, they've been gone a long time. And, but I, I got to wonder if maybe she knows and she's just trying to put that front because everybody else is thinking. I, I, I have always suspected, like, saving face on her part yeah, yeah. There, there's no way that it's like it's not known yeah and i don't know i feel like everyone at the store acknowledges it to a degree like i can i be honest yeah before this podcast episode i thought that was just a meme i actually had no idea there was this much to it no they, we talked about it all the time in the cage we did i just thought it was funny <laughs> no, no like it, there there's a lot of speculation about it, it it's been brought up to her by um managers but yeah uh thing too i think we agreed to call here yeah yeah um try try to outright mention i don't know which one thing too is uh the taller one the tall yeah i got you i got you um yeah she she outright mentioned her you know she's just yeah you know there's you know some people are thinking some things here and there and and uh the big boss is just like no i could i could do way better no no way (laughs) Then they they fucking comeback is okay, like, and they avoided each other for like a week, I think. L- let's let's say that the boss doing better. As long as I've known her, I've never seen her or heard her talk about going on a date. Talked about her doing anything. She was married once, and I don't want to. I don't think we should go into that. Okay, <laughs> but like I was gonna. Yeah, I, I I didn't know if we should or not. Yeah, I, I don't think we should mention... She was married a long time ago. Yes. And I don't think for a very long time. Um, I'm actually not sure how long. I, I, I never knew how long. Yeah. Um, This is completely, like, way fucking out of left field, right? Because yeah. Because I've just been thinking about this. As soon as you mentioned the lighting guy... Yeah. I don't know if you recall being in the store when... A huge ass, like ten foot long fluorescent light bulb just fucking fell. Really? Yeah. Did you were either of you guys there? No, I, I wasn't there. Okay, so like, I, I'm just sweeping because I'm a fucking crony and that's what I do. You sent me a picture of it, didn't you? 
I may have. You at least told me about it, but yeah. continue. And I hear this loud fucking crash. And I'm like, some fucking idiot just broke a mirror somewhere. And so I go and look, and there's just glass all along, like, two entire rows of clothes. And those things are long. So I'm like, what? I look up, and it's, like, visibly dark where, like, the fucking light <laughs> is missing. And I was like, it's really good no one was standing there. Because that's... That's a fucking loss. Yeah, you place is shut down. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> like That could have hit, like, ten people easy. Yeah, and it's just... We were lucky that it was, like, 9 a.m. on, like... A fucking tuesday or something yeah <laughs> like no one was there but um yeah no it was no one talked about it people just act like it didn't happen like that was commonplace i i think there were there were a lot of times where like crazy shit happened and people were just like ah, eh, okay yeah it's like which it's a thrift store shit's gonna happen like yeah your brother got jumped by some crackhead out back yeah like i, I went out to throw away some garbage in the fucking dumpster and I, I heard the stories. I heard the horror stories. So yeah. I took a golf club out there and like, it's just a raccoon, but like still. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think the, the the back of the store, uh, things it's, are left out sometimes. It's, it's connected to a uh, wooded area too. Yeah. And there are plenty of homeless people that are known to be out there yeah, on it's occasion. it's not a great part of town. No. no. But uh, your brother was taking out trash one day or something. And he, he, like, went to dump the thing, and, like, some some crackhead, like, jumped out. And I don't know, did he, like, hit him? or No, so the, the it was, like, this cracked out homeless dude runs up from behind the dumpster on all fours, as it's been described. and <laughs> that uh, might have been exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colton tends to exaggerate. Yeah, but... But, but I, I think bits he, and pieces of the story was, are definitely... He true. was yeah. a couple of inches away from him, and... uh Colton, he he's got a flashlight because it's already nighttime. He uh, he shines the light in the dude's face, and he's just like, you know, kind of like swinging it towards him. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And the the dude just takes off. And so now Colton Colton nearly always has a baton on him now. Yeah, rightfully he, he, so. Yeah, he, he didn't before that. Yeah, no, no, he got it because of that. Yeah. Um, I was actually gonna buy him a stun baton, like yeah. well, like a uh, a baton with a uh, a taser on the end, yeah, Half Life Two. Stun stick. Yeah, exactly. But they don't sell that on Amazon, so I bought him a machete. <laughs> but he doesn't carry it around the machete. It it was just I remember um, he likes weapons and such. Dude, fucking boss lady. Uh Colton asked, like, yo, can I carry a baton? And she was like, Absolutely not. He did anyway. Yeah, he did anyway. No you have to be a fucking idiot to go out there without something. I, I yeah. Wanna, I want to bring up too that 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 was one thing that happened to Colton. I, I want to mention the other of him almost getting sold into a sex trade. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't know the exact details. I just remember him mentioning that a aforementioned shady man came in and uh, you know, started talking to him about different job opportunities, and he's just like, "Well, you know, why don't you meet me at this park in, at two a.m. and we can discuss it." And, uh, you know, Colton's just like, no. <laughs> there will not be much money for you, yeah. but for your family. He uh, he came back, and uh, I remember after he came back, Colton mentioned uh, mentioned somebody that, you know, oh, hey, that's that's the guy that's trying to kidnap me. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'll give, because, you know, I give Jack a lot of shit, uh, the, the other guy, not not Jackson. Yeah. I, you know, I give Jack a lot of shit, because, I mean, he, he's he's... It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but I'll give it to him this because he he walked up front with a, a big uh, like a pipe wrench and he was about to just bust the dude's <laughs> head in for messing with Colton. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I think we should take a little time and talk about crazy shit we've just come by at the store because I, I think that's a very interesting thing which uh let me let me say so i've i worked on like a sorting table where like i would open bags and it would either have clothes it typically it was supposed to be just clothes but yeah. there would be other things in there occasionally yeah, shoes uh yeah yeah and i'd have to pass it down a table and uh, two ladies would like sort it into like men's women's kits uh, boys or girls and there's like miscellaneous yeah um I found several different things just working there. Uh, me and Jack both worked in the electronic electronics cage, so we found some stuff over there sometimes. And Sean worked in books for a while, so Sean's got plenty of books that he found. I also worked uh, before transitioning. We have our houseware section that for a long time didn't have anybody working it, so I'd uh, whenever stuff went to miscellaneous, I'd also be the one that put that out on the floor. Uh. To start us off, this one time I was opening a bag and a fucking black rotten banana that was like, it, it had mold on top of the black rottenness. It was the peel, just the peel. Someone tossed a fucking banana peel into that bag and I opened it on the table and I hadn't been working there long and I was like, what the fuck? I just remembered. Um, There was a... From the warehouse, we got a Gaylord of Clothes, which a Gaylord is just this big fucking cardboard box. It's n no relation to homosexuality or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's called a Gaylord. When people first started saying that, I had to make sure I was hearing them right. Like, Me too. I, I wouldn't say Gaylord for the first two or three weeks I worked there. I would yeah, just be like, oh, yeah, the big box. Yeah. And they're like, you mean a Gaylord? And I was like, I guess. Yeah, sure. You do you, man. I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, the, the, um, the warehouse we keep things in is fairly nice. We would put sheets over uh, Gaylords to know that, hey, stop throwing stuff in here. It's full or whatever. Um, I hadn't been working there long. There was apparently a leak at the the warehouse, and they knew that. And there was this this one Gaylord was under that leak, and so it got fucking, fucking soaked from top to bottom, all the clothes. And it even sat there for a while past that it was mildewed moldy everything like it was fucking disgusting and i was told to dig through it and see if there was anything like anything worth keeping yeah salvage the remnants man there yeah. was nothing from top to bottom you could see the the cardboard box itself was fucking molded from top to bottom like everything inside not even like i had to go through at least like a foot layer worth of clothes in this big, like, four or five foot by four or five foot box. Yeah. And we just threw it all in the trash. And we ended up throwing the whole thing in the trash because I was like, this is, like, a health hazard. I could fucking <laughs> get, like, walking pneumonia and AIDS just from looking yeah. at this. Like, I was like, this is not worth my time. That that was one of the big, the first big issues I ever had with the place. I, yeah. like, was wearing gloves and shit, but no, it wasn't. If, uh, if you remember, I had I had a cart of books like that that I actually yeah. had, I had to be sent home that day because I couldn't breathe after. Yeah, I remember it. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the book front, I know you found a hentai book one time. I. Yeah, I I. 
kept that in my possession. <laughs> Sean's a man of taste, respectfully. It, it wasn't hentai. There, there's, there's titties. Yeah, yeah, respectful titties. Yes. And that that now belonged to my friend that you guys met. Over, yeah, cool uh, guy. Birthday. Cool guy. Yeah. Um. No, I think my favorite book I found, and if I'm not wrong, you probably still have it in the cage. It's in the cage. Uh, we found two copies of it. Because I had one in the cage, and you were like, hey, did you send that book back through? Because here it is again. I want to name that book by name. Uh, I don't... Stick a hat in your germanium. Stick or stick a germanium in your hat. Yeah. I thought you were talking about J.O. Winslow. No, no, no. That, that we'll get to. I was going to say, like, I find it hard to believe there are two copies of that book in fucking existence. No, it's the same. I, I can't deal with it. Um, to, <laughs> no, both books. To put yeah. into perspective... Because I... I while sorting the books, I, I read the back of this book. Because like, you try to get a general idea of what, what a book's about so you know where to put it. I read the back of it when there's no fucking way this is true. Read it a little bit and then proceeded to pass it around because I I, I for sure wasn't going to put it out on the floor because I knew the boss would want me to. But <laughs> essentially, the book is... A, uh, let, let him explain and then let me reiterate. He knew the boss would want this on the floor. Yes. Uh, the book is essentially a Christian's comedian's like it's a self story, self help kind of thing. She, you know, she mentions some of the the losses that she had in her life and like how she gets through it. Um, and and, and try to help other people dealing with similar things. And I'm like, oh, that you know that that sounds nice. And like I'm still trying to decide if I should put it in religion or self help, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I'm reading the back of it, and I can't remember. There's like three things, and it's like you know, yeah, she tells you how she overcame these these three hardships in her life, and like I remember the first one because it, it was just unimportant. It was son died in a car crash. No, that, that that's one I was about to mention. Okay, I don't remember the Vietnam, or son went to war. Did she, it was well, the, one of the sons went to war. Okay, so it was one one of her sons was in Vietnam. The other one died in a car crash, and then. She goes, and it's it's legitimately worded, and worst of all, uh, my son being gay. <laughs> put, put that as as bad and worse as the son going to Vietnam and son dying in a car crash. Yeah. And I go, there's no way this is true. I, I look through the story, and legitimately how she finds out her son is gay. She By going through his room, first of all, she, she finds a magazine or something, which I don't know if it was... I think it was, it was a gay porn magazine. It, yeah. Yeah, which uh, I'm pretty sure the book is from like 1985 or something, right? <laughs> I, I think it was... The, the the story is that she is definitely an older woman, so yeah. the story would have been back then. Um, And it, it's written as though this is an acceptable thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And she mentions... She outright mentions in the book that she saw that as worse than her son dying in the car crash. Yeah. And she mentions... She she legitimately talks about it. she had thoughts of killing her son than killing herself, like the entire time their family took a trip to fucking Disneyland and that like was... right after uh, <laughs> she found all of this like I, she was packing him stuff or something like that yeah, for the trip yeah they were going like her her sister and her sister's husband were flying in and they were going to Disneyland and the entire trip she was thinking about killing doing a fucking murder suicide. <laughs> killing her son and killing herself to make it up in God's eyes that she gave birth to a gay son. And I just, I could, I couldn't fathom. I understand the time, and I understand 
that not everybody was as accepting of homosexuality back then. Even during the 80s and 90s. Like, getting that published. Your, your own son is my, like, that's, your own son you would rather be dead than just, just like Dick. <laughs> like, like, I, I can't, I can't fathom. But that, that's the point. I, I knew that our boss would more than likely not see anything wrong with this. Just from previous experience. Yeah, unfortunately so. Yeah, I I pass this off to Will, and I'm like, you're, you know, I just walk by the cage to hand him the book. I'm like, you're not going to fucking believe that. Yeah, he, he was like, hey, hey, read the back of this real quick. And, and he read the back, and he goes, oh my god, really? And I'm like, I swear to God, chapter 11 tells the <laughs> yeah, whole thing. I, I went to that chapter, read that shit, and it's still in the cage. I'm going to have to, I'm going to take it with me so that Do we it. can, we, like... We need that. Yeah. Yeah, like, you read the back of that, and you're like, this is, like, some really elaborate satire, like... Yeah, this that's is what like I next thought. Fucking yeah. level. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then you read it and it's sincere. Yeah, it's she like, she talks about how her son her her husband went to talk to her son afterwards and comes back and he's like, Yeah, it's just going through a phase, the kid's fine. And then her son ran over from home and her move was to report the car stolen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was a bunch of bullshit. But I would say there are there are three great books we found from the thrift store. Stick a germanium in your hat. It's a good one. It, it's fucking some crazy bitch wrote that story, got it published somehow. There are two more. These two are particularly like uh, close to mine and Jackson's heart. Can I just mention one that you're probably not thinking of? Hit me with it. I was going through the book cart one time. I have a video of it on my Instagram. It's just a book that says boners on the front. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I I didn't even read it. I just I recorded myself picking it up and saying, this looks like a bit of a good read and putting it back down. And that's my extent of the knowledge with it. I really want to know why there's a book called Boners. I really want... Because it didn't look... It, it wasn't like... As far as I know, it wasn't a smut or anything. It's just Boners. It might have just been like a, like a sex ed book. No. Like, hey, Boners! It, like, it, from what I recall, it was like fictional. It was like telling a story. That, that's another thing too. Like, some of those... Some of the sex education stuff, like some of the health stuff. I really... I wasn't really given a clear line on what was okay to put out. Because there's <laughs> stuff with pictures of... Body parts that I was outright told no because it had those in it, but I'm like, it's just, it's telling you, it's, it's, it's a, it's a med book. Yeah, this is a vagina. Yeah, like we sold encyclopedia sets, and there were definitely tits and vages in there. Like, yeah, they they throw that shit in there. Um, the two books I was gonna mention was the, uh, we mentioned it in the pilot, the the Diary of a Wimpy Kid book, yes. Do It Yourself. It's actually sitting over there. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. The other one is at my mother's house, uh, which I will retrieve sometime. It is this this joke book written by this man named J.O. Winsell. Um, and he ran this oyster shop, uh, oyster restaurant, and would like put the sign up, like the words on the sign. He would put jokes in there. Uh, Jackson may be able to remember some of them. I know the he had the classic joke of uh, I'm getting a, 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 the divorce joke. You know, I was about to mention I don't remember any of the jokes in particular, but it's very, very boomer humor. Where like he just fucking hates his wife. Uh, oh, what vice are you the president of? Was one <laughs> Jackson particularly <laughs> liked that one. I I actually would spend shifts going through that book. and marking like and marking like a little star besides ones that were like particularly good and like just circling ones that were like eh, they were okay but there were like probably 95 percent of them were like just terrible they weren't funny but 
when you found one that was good, it's like that. They hit. They yeah. hit good. That's like Carlin humor when he's not being political. There was uh, there was one. It's like, oh yeah, why am I getting a, why am I getting a divorce? It's because I'm married or something yeah. like that. <laughs> it, it was basically the joke of like. Uh, the cause of divorce is marriage or something like that, yeah. like a hundred percent. Yeah, but it's told by him, so it's, it's <laughs> yeah. special. Yeah, it's it's just boomer humor. Yeah, well, and some, th- of, some of them were pretty good. Some of them made no sense, like because they came from like the fifties. Like yeah, like uh, if you ever listen to like radio like shows from back then that are supposed to be comedic, they make like no sense. The jokes and the punchlines just they're from a different time. Like like the the punchline is just something that doesn't make sense who's on first <laughs> yeah dude who's on first is the best yeah no it actually is i found i found the dvd of that yeah yeah i remember that yeah. uh me and jackson have all, all uh, we a few times tossed around the idea uh we recorded a skit or two or three actually yeah. we never released the third one but it was probably the best one uh, the taco like, bell yeah um we we meant to actually do a uh uh like a recreation of who's on yeah. first. Like we were going to memorize the script and do it. Uh, one take baby, one take. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, any, any interesting things you can recall finding from what the thrift store? Um, I already talked about the boners book. So, um, that's really the peak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was... That's the one. It, it struck me earlier. Like, I think back to that and like I the only thing I can remember is testing fucking microwaves because that was my job almost all the time. Yeah. But like when when you casually mentioned like uh, I think it was Colton getting jumped is yeah. what sparked yeah. in my mind and just the fact that that was able to slip from my memory showed like oh shit like actually a lot of things have have happened like actually so many that I didn't even realize. Yeah, like uh, that's the thing. I I try not to dwell on the thrift store, especially when I'm not there. Like I, I just want it as far and gone out of my sight and mind. Like yeah. I, you know, I just don't want to worry about it. But there's so many stories that like I have just suppressed that like I, I probably like worth mentioning on here that I just can't recall right I've, now. I've got one that I feel it would be a mistake for me not to mention. And we talked about it uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. The uh, the urn. The urn. Yeah. yeah uh, oh boy. Jackson, I don't think you were there for this, but you've you've heard the story. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Um. So essentially, as I mentioned earlier, back back in my cashiering days, I, I'd also, uh, you know, I'd, I'd put out housewares. I'd I'd do showcase. I'd you know. Everything on the floor, if they needed somebody to put stuff out, I'd do it. And uh, Jackson's brother, uh, Colton, would often just, you know, if there's no carryouts, he'd often help me out because give us a chance to talk and, like, you know, just be buds. Just boo. Yeah, just picking up random vases and making fun of them, whatnot. (laughs) Um, And there, there is one... It, it was, I mean, it was just straight up, it, it was an urn. Like, it, it was It was this, like, burgundy color ceramic club with, with the, uh, like, it's got, like, the little, like, handles on the side. Yeah. And, like, I pick it up, and, you know, because this stuff is supposed to, like, it, it's supposed to go through multiple people. That way there's something wrong with it, you know. 
we see it. Yeah, and it doesn't get put on the floor for customers to see. I pick this up and I, I see there. It looks like it's a little dusty on 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 the rim of it, and I look, oh. and like I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of a uh, that's kind of concerning. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of ash colored, and and I look inside, and there's just clumps of ashes inside of it. To to my belief, I hope to God it wasn't human. It had a particular smell. I uh, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 get to that part because the smell didn't really. It was all kind of set right. It was all kind of like they've been there a while, and they've just kind of you know it it was it was obviously emptied out, but it wasn't clean after being emptied out. Yeah. Um, I pick it up, and we had made jokes about it looking like an urn. Because it was just going to go to the vases. And I pick it up and I go, what the fuck is this? And Colton comes and he takes a look at it. And he's just like, that's a... Yeah, that don't look right. And so we go, we go back to... Uh, we go back to housewares and show it to the cool manager and, and the lady who, who does housewares back there. And... You know, they're, they're, I'm I'm just outright, because like, I like the lady that does it, but I'm just outright. How does a... How, how does something like this get through? Like, you, you can see that. You know, pr- price at $6.99. And we're told to just clean it, clean it out and put it back on the shelf. The boss thought it was a particular kind of ash. Yeah, I'll... All right, so so order of events on this. We got to clean it out. We go to the janitor closet, and we fill it with hot water, and that's when it starts to smell. And that's 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 how I didn't we hear this part. You you essentially broke up the like the the top layer that was holding in the smell. Yeah, and it it became very apparent that those were the, those were something's burnt remains. Yes. Um. And now, and now, because Jackson, your brother, he doesn't have a good sense of smell. Like, yeah, I can't. I, I don't know exactly what's wrong, but like, he just doesn't. I don't either. It just it just happened one day. He was just like, I can't smell, and I was like, okay. And it, yeah, pre COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um. He he, with the lack of smell that he has, he wound up in the break room trash can throwing up. Yeah. And I was right behind him, to to the point where we, because the break room's just adjacent to the janitor's closet, we shut the door like we're like, you know, <laughs> hurling, and the women in the break room, like for a wall, are just like, "What's that smell?" And we're just like, "You don't, you don't want to fucking know what that smell is." <laughs> it's uh, and so yeah, it, it's very apparent to us that. Those are ashes of either a person or animal or something that somebody tried to discard and didn't do a good job cleaning and just just donated it to yeah, the thrift like, store. It's it's too common. People just don't want to fucking clean whatever they have. It's like, you know, uh, well, yeah, we get so much just dirty shit. But yeah, yeah I, I remember being there and seeing all that taking place. And I remember both of y'all were like, "Yeah, the boss is like the boss was like that's not someone's ashes. That's that's marijuana." Yeah, she she comes up to me, and this was a while after. This is already like, I think this was a different day. I I think that she was gone, or she was she left earlier that Maybe, day. Yeah. Um, but like we we had made it known what we had found because people had seen 
I took a video of it before cleaning it. You still have it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'll show it to you later. Okay. Um, It'll be a bonus feature. Yeah. We can throw it on the uh, the end of the podcast or we can throw yeah, it at the yeah, beginning can, of the can, video. I'll send it. Um, okay. But yeah, very, very bad smell. The process of cleaning it out, like, we, we just had to deal with it. Um, I mean, it, it made us both physically sick, like, genuinely physically sick. I was just not okay for the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, and so later on, I uh, I run into the boss, and she's just like, I I heard the uh, I heard the little tall tale that you and Colton have been telling people, and I'm just like, all right, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, about 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 what exactly? And she goes, you know, the the vase that you guys found. I'm like, oh, the urn. And <laughs> I bet she didn't like that very much. No, she did not. <laughs> um, and she she goes about convincing me that it's not an urn, and because she's like, yeah, those those usually have people's like names, like a nameplate on them, and I'm like, not always, but okay. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, you know, this and that, and like just, just trying to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, basically, and uh. I'm like, see, it's it's, th- those were very clearly ashes in there. You can't tell me they weren't. Yeah, and like, she can claim it's like weed ashes or whatever, but like, weed doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell like that. It does not smell it, like. It does not smell. It doesn't like, make you vomit. Yeah, and here here's the thing, and because I couldn't, this is where I had to leave the argument because it's the way she said it, where she looks at me and she goes, you know, sometimes people when they do drugs. They'll hide the ashes in vases, and I'm just like, okay. Or they could just throw them away. They're ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one keeps. No one like holds on to their ashes of like their their cush. Yeah. You hold on to the ashes of a dead loved one. <laughs> and she goes. She goes. It's how she says this. She goes. You know, I smelled marijuana one time, and it's it smelled pretty bad. I think that might be what you guys had. And I'm just like like thirty fucking years ago or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my thing. I'm I'm just like for for one, and, and I couldn't argue. I just said okay. I walked away because I I don't want to tell my boss that I know what pot smells like because <laughs> it's gonna be the question of oh hell, I, my daddy do drugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna make, cars. I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna make the disclaimer. I really I don't smoke. I've got friends that do. And, and yeah. I'm around those friends when they do it because it, the the smell doesn't bother me. And like mm-hmm. it's he's not referring to either of us. No, no, no. We're both clean cut boys. Yeah, no, I'm 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 friends with drug dealers. It's it's what it is. But Sean's uh <laughs> he's crazy. Don't mess with him. No, uh, but yeah, no, just just that argument of trying to tell me that that you're mistaken when you you. You very clearly know what you were dealing with. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I, even if it wasn't, you know, ashes of, of somebody's remains, like... It still fucking smelled awful. It smelled awful, and that definitely wasn't marijuana. I can yeah. promise that much. Yeah, it's like... And to hear that Colton, later on, he got the very same talk. And we're both just like, the fuck is she, y'all? <laughs> That sounds like a cover-up, dude. I think you're onto something. <laughs> the, the, the urn came from her house. Just get rid of it. Hey, Sean, yeah. I want you to shut the fuck up. Those were not ashes. That was fucking marijuana. That was marijuana. You hear me? Listen, unless unless you want to be getting flushed down her sink next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you're you're pretty tall. You're a big fella, but 
everyone fits in a vase. Um, <laughs> I I am genuinely sure that that place is now haunted because there's some dude's ashes in the drain pipes. Uh, and he was disrespected by being called he was, he marijuana. Was, yeah, this He's, is like completely unrelated. But like we had a tickle me Elmo in the garbage. Uh, dude, my brother was involved with that one, wasn't yeah. he? Dude. Your brother never fucking worked there. He was just hanging out with me. Yeah, he showed up one day. Uh, we, Me and him lived not too far from the store at one yeah, point. Yeah, we were very, very close. Like, I don't even know how he got there. Yeah, like literally right down the street. Yeah, um, and so he was hanging out with me in the back. I was showing him, you know, all the cool things. And we see a Tickle Me Elmo. It's in pristine condition in the garbage, right? And then right next to it, I see an unopened bottle of... Uh, Mott's apple juice? Is apple that- juice. It was definitely apple juice. Yeah. Mott's is an apple juice brand. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, dude, this was meant to be. So I... Yeah, God gave you the the Tickle Me Elmo in pristine condition. It worked. Yes. And the fucking unopened apple juice. Yeah, so I, I, I lean over Elmo on his back because I'm going to waterboard him with apple juice. <laughs> I open it up and I start pouring it. And this motherfucker starts giggling at me and moving <laughs> around and dancing. And there's video proof of this also. Yeah, I don't know if I can find it. I, really, I think Ethan has it. I really hope so, because that we just stared at each other in disbelief. I was like, "We're actually gonna uh, end the podcast with a question from him." Okay, but um, you you can finish this story up. Uh, this, this is actually a different story. I just wanted to finish the thrilling conclusion of Robotnik. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll hit back on him. We were talking about how we had this bargaining chip, uh, and. So he did end up getting cut. He um because because he laid out with his wife who was sick while he wasn't, and she was she was fine to come back to work, but she didn't anyways. Yeah, and naturally the boss is worried that he is going to sue for wrongful unemployment or wrongful termination. My bad. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he's already gone, and I've been promoted from whatever the fuck I was doing sweeping to. Tech guy. A little bitch boy to you sometimes work in a cage. Yeah. Or actually that was my main gig by that point. And you know, I, I'm I'm fucking hyped. I'm like doing the best job ever I can ever do. I, I was like keeping a list of everything I did, all the prices, and I'm going through cleaning up the cage because, you know, I, I fucking hated it being messy. And uh, you know, we we've talked about the porno DVD, right? Yep. And then uh, I told the cool manager about it because I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny, right? <laughs> and then uh, she goes and tells boss lady, and I'm just working. The boss lady comes up to me, and she's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm just like, fuck, I did something wrong. Yeah, it's it's never be- it's never good if you're in the cage, and she comes up to you and she's like, hey, we need to talk about something. Yeah, so I, I get pulled out. I'm over at her station. She's like, the shift supervisor tells me that you found something in the cage. And I was like, I found a lot of things in the cage. Because there was a lot of cleaning that me and you both did. Because you couldn't walk around in there whenever me and you first took it over. And we we fucking remodeled. Even after you left, I did a few more things to it. Yeah, like one time um, I was – because production usually worked um, seven to three, I think, right? Yes. Um, and that's what you worked because you were a normal employee and I was working like, uh, one to eight or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You would work on occasion. Yeah. And that entire time that you were gone, I was literally just cleaning up in there. Um, but getting back to that, she was like, 
can you take a picture of that like it, it had already been broken by jack yeah i remember he, he broke it up threw it in the trash but like I, I took it out and i pieced it together and i put it back in the case and i took a picture of it and so that was fascinating to me that i had gone from this this goon over here in on the floor cleaning to someone who is the basis of evidence that could be used in an actual trial yeah that like that i was like what the fuck did i get myself into yeah and that dude what what was the case that it was in was it not like santa claus or something like it was in a movie case that definitely was not the movie case for i can't it. even recall it, it was something like santa claus or something uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles maybe it might be on my old sd card mm-hmm. for my uh, motorola phone but yeah yeah no that's that's about it but uh yeah so we've been going for about an hour and a half and like minus a few cuts we have to make what was the name of the gossipy girl uh daisy daisy she i just wanted to mention this she did not like me she didn't like a lot of people she she liked me at times and also didn't like me at times she i think likes me but that's because you know her husband and uh your father yeah work, work together yeah but um so part of the job of electronics for some ungodly reason was inflatables oh my gosh yeah so we, we stopped doing those at a certain point yeah uh, i think i left by that point they weren't worth it yeah because you'd spend like 30 minutes blowing up whatever the fuck for like two dollars no no yeah like maybe two dollars yeah. yeah and then but one thing that i did know is that she didn't like it because it's loud because it's we, loud had like a, we had like yeah. we had a pump yeah, we had uh, an electric pump that, I mean, like, the back was a big place, but you could hear it. You could hear it in the front of the store. Yeah, it was loud. And she was um, very, very unfortunate enough to be uh, positioned right by us. Yeah. Um, And so she had to deal with that shit. So, like, if... I, I know at times we joked about doing it, like, on days where, like, like, just to mess with her because she was pretty rude to us sometimes. Yeah. Um, what was it? She like asked us for a tool. Do you remember that? Yeah. To, it might've been for like jewelry or something. Yeah. She like went through the cage while we weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. She, she was looking for like clips or like a needle nose pliers or something. Yes. That's exactly it. And yeah, we left the door open. Like we said, the lock was only introduced to keep Jackson out. We never locked the cage, Yeah, but it, it was pretty well known like hey don't go in there unless one of us are in there because like we have shit that we're working on in there don't fuck with our stuff i was gonna say i've had a few times working where i needed a tool or something and i I did go but i always put it back yeah 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 but you you would also like i mean you're cool like we wouldn't care yeah well like anyone else they're strolling in on our shit yeah but continue um i I was just gonna say that because it's like it's it's so strange how I I don't really know what her thought process was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a really hard time just trying to find the words to describe like why I think she did what she did. Right? She was definitely snooping. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like she had it out for me, and it's to a degree, me sometimes. Yeah. Just because, just because we were both young, we were working 
the job where if you wanted to do nothing, you easily could. You could get away with a lot. Yeah. And she figured that's what we were doing sometimes, which there were days where we maybe slacked a little, but like we also worked super fucking hard. Like we, like I said, we cleaned out a huge fucking mess. You talk about the revenue grow from oh, like the transition from when he, so like it, it, monthly revenue reports were a thing which she doesn't really go over them often unless there's something big and notable. Um, we took over in about January, so it was like the beginning of the year, December, January. There was, uh, that was when I when I had worked a full month full time and had Jackson working on the weekends. There was a two hundred percent revenue growth, just because like me and him were putting out so much and so much was selling, that the other guy wasn't putting out enough to like get that many sales. Yeah. We is two hundred percent triple. Because 100% is double, but 200 might be quadruple. 200 is triple, I think. Okay. We fucking tripled revenue in our department alone. So me and Jackson were working our asses off. Yeah. And I don't know. There was no case to be made on us slacking off. And I, I want to say even, even being a cashier, like, I, I sold more electronics and housewares that you guys put out in that month. And especially I sold more stuff that we knew for a fact worked. And that's the big thing because you guys would actually test stuff before yeah. putting it out. And whereas Robotnik would, he, he put uh as is on, on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it, it wasn't just selling stuff. It was selling stuff that people knew worked. And just so much more in that one month than I had my entire time as a cashier there. Yeah, because we had the guarantee. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're not going to have to fucking worry about this. Yeah. We went it, through it. Yeah. There there are two things you put on the tags, either as is or works. Me and Jackson made a whole skit on it uh, <laughs> yeah. on my YouTube. Uh, it's a shitty skit. But, like, it was just based off of that whole concept where, like, the return policy was if we have works on it, you've got, like, 30 days or something to return it. Sean may know the exact... Um, but as is, you can't return it. And yeah. so, like, as is should be saved for things that are, like, like, uh, Otherwise like, untestable. Yeah, like lights, maybe. Like, it works. You just have to have a light bulb. So you can't just test it in the store or whatever. Yeah. I'd probably put, I'd probably even put works on a lamp, like, knowing it worked. But if it's, like, a, maybe like a lamp that I had to remove the wire from, it's as is. Like, it doesn't have a wire in it. You gotta, things wire like car that stereos and, yeah. You gotta wire that shit yourself, or you gotta go test it. It's a gamble, but those are usually priced cheaper. That 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 was my rule on it. Yeah. Um. Or, uh, lights that we we could test like light fixtures because we had like alligator clips and stuff. But I would always sell those as is. Like, it. The rule on that was like if someone didn't know how to wire it themselves, they shouldn't really be buying it. You know. Yeah. So like it's as is. Don't return it if you don't know how to hook it up yeah um but yeah so like we we would thoroughly test things make sure they worked clean them up nice and everything and to be fair like most of the time these things did work they'd be microwaves that someone fucking cooked chili in for too long and it exploded and they're like i want a new microwave yeah so we would just spend like 20 minutes cleaning that and there you go microwave it yeah perfect but, but yeah um i was gonna say uh Oh yeah, so that, that's probably about to wrap it up. Like I said, we've been going for about an hour and a half, and 
this is a bit of a longer episode, but there is so much more we could talk about. You know, maybe I, I personally, I I've got a lot of stories that I just didn't even think to bring up. Exactly, like, like there will be a part two. Yeah, no, there will definitely be a part two. Uh, and hey, maybe, we, we can bring on Colton. If we, uh, yeah, Colton Colton's hesitant uh, with his voice. I see. Um, like I said, he's very private. But yeah, whenever Wyatt leaves, he will more than more than love to be on. Um. I know I, I plan on in the future having you back on with Wyatt and probably my buddy John to do a like a weed cast. And Jackson doesn't watch much anime, so he'd probably sit that one out. I'll be the dedicated yeah guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll just come and sit and be yeah. But yeah, we only have two mics right now, so uh, Colin and Jack had to share a mic one time, and now me and Sean are sharing a mic. But we'll we'll either expand because if you want to be technical, me, you, and Colin shared a mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> realistically, we did. Um, but yeah. So to end out the podcast, uh, a question from my little brother. You can find him on Vcredo at Twitch and I believe YouTube also. Everything. Yeah, he says a uh, hey gal keycaps rocker fuck. Uh, he specifically said fuck not fuck. So like like he, yes or no. I I don't actually. Can you repeat what's the, the question? What's the question? A uh, uh, hey gal keycaps, rocker fuck. Keycaps <laughs> for keyboards. Like, have you have you seen where uh, people re- will replace their keycaps with just these fucking a uh, hey gal faces? I have not. I, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you have you ever seen custom keycaps where it's like a little image or something that instead of like instead of the letters, it's I've seen plain ones with like no design on it, but like yeah, but there's like... some people will like paint them or print you, you images know, and stuff so then the uh heck out the the anime girls doing the like tongue out like eyes crossed face yeah i know yeah i know what that is yeah so 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 yeah rocker fuck jackson would would you would you put a hey gal keycaps imagine, on your imagine every time you type something your keyboard moaned well, yeah and let's say they're they're like pristine uh, like like they are the best keycaps you can buy if they just have like a hey gal faces on him. I'm pretty happy with my like Black Widow the way it is. Yeah, but like these are like uh like pudding caps or whatever. Like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, Ethan has them. I don't know. Um, Ethan's a dork. <laughs> but you know, for a little spice, I might put a, a hey gal keycaps on. Go for it, dude. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you you've seen the the background photo on my phone and your collection. It it, it for for no because I don't mind putting this out into the world. It's a uh, Nobara Kugasaki from Jujutsu Kaisen with her tits out. That's that's my wallpaper <laughs> on my phone. Yeah. I I would definitely. There, there's no question. <laughs> Slow clap. You you peaked it every single time you clapped. I would like to apologize. Uh, but yeah, I think that's gonna end us here. Uh, yeah, part two will probably be in like another month or two, but. It'll happen. We'll write down stories and stuff. It'll it'll give us time to sit on it and marinate and figure out what we want to talk about. Yeah. If you made it to this far in the podcast, be sure to comment Robotnik. Yeah, Robotnik. Little uh, I. Or e- either of them. Oh, Ivo or capital I or capital I. Okay, yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. Uh. Now, the next couple of weeks, episodes may be a little fucky because I will be starting a new job. So, me and Jack figuring out that schedule, uh, that will be within the next few weeks. We aim to keep it consistently coming out on Fridays. So, yeah, uh, we will try our best. Uh, thank you. Have a good night. Have a good morning whenever you're listening. Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
by. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh. Genuinely. Oh, you're welcome. It, it, was, it was a hoot. It was a hoot. Okay, I'll hold that while you.